How many wheat picks do you do, Ben? <laughs> I tend to do two, otherwise. <laughs> Just yeah. two for breakfast. Yeah. That is disappointing. How many do you do? Well, I mean, I've done zero in the past 15 years, but this <laughs> week I've been smashing four for breakfast okay, four, and yeah. two for a little pre-bed snack. Right, right, right. Okay, yeah. No, I mean, it is uh, one of the most kind of barefaced and cynical marketing exercises of all time to just mm. goad people into overusing their product. Definitely. Are they even allowed to do that anymore? I mean, it's a health food, so probably... But, yeah, they're skating on thin ice. All right. Well, let's get into it. Hi, you're listening to Ingridopedia. We're Aussie as right now. We're in the middle of our <laughs> Icons of Australian Food mini-series. We've done Vegemite. We've done Boston Buns. We've done, Tim Tams. we've done Tim Tams. Now we are starting the day right by eating a, a, a whole bunch of, uh, of of wheat biscuits. Yeah. Well, wheat bix. Let, let's call them wheat bix. Okay. I'm Ben Virtual <laughs> and I'm joined by Emily Naismith. Em, uh, let's start off things and fighting. Yeah. Cool. 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 <laughs> Okay, Ben, I want to talk about amateur theatre productions. Why? What have you heard? Well, I know that you were once Bugsy Malone. <laughs> I think you've mentioned that almost <laughs> as much as the Green Day thing. <laughs> Do you know my band played with Green? Sorry, yeah. Um, want to give us a little taste of Bugsy? No, that's fine. Okay. Well, the one I want to talk about is a little outdoor, very, very amateur production I saw as a child. It was called Road to Bethlehem. Um, it was down the street from me at the Seventh-day Adventist church, which we were not part of, just by the way. And it was all outdoors in the lead up to Christmas. And I think you walked around to different scenes and church members acted out the story of wow. Jesus and Christmas and stuff. And it really, like, I don't have many memories for, from it, apart from the fact that I was really scared because, like, they're just like semi-clothed men <laughs> yelling. <laughs> and wow. I've never seen that. I mean, like, apart from my i never seen like a man full on yell in your face apart from like my dad. But so that was obviously not the highlight, but the absolute highlight was that at the end they gave you a little fun size box of wheat bix completely for free for the kids. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so at the time that obviously struck me as odd because like, Wheat bix aren't a traditional Christmas food. Yeah, what's the connection between half-clothed men yelling at you and wheat bix? I know. They're not gold, frankincense and wheat bix. <laughs> so 25 years later, I'm investigating why wheat bix was given to me at Road to Bethlehem as a child. Want to know the link. So it turns out that this information isn't hard to find out. Sanitarium, who makes wheat bix, is owned is actually owned by the Seventh-day Adventist like Church. owned, owned. Owned, owned. Um, so the story behind that is that in the mid-1920s, a guy called Benison Osborne first made Wheat Bix. It was really successful. And then he sold it to the Australasian Conference Association Limited, aka Sanitarium Health Food Company, a wholly owned subsidiary and venture of the Seventh-day Adventist Church in Australia. Okay. And it's still owned by them today. So it was invented by an Australian. Yeah. And then it was successful. So yep. he sold it to Sanitarium and Sanitarium is owned by Seventh-day Adventists. Yeah, 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 in Australia. Yeah, right. Um, and so they also make So Good and Up and Go. Yeah. 
and Marmite in Australia. Really? We'll talk about that. Okay. Um, so the Seventh-day Adventist church is a church that kind of has a lot to say about food, I guess. Like when they began in America in the 1860s, they kind of advocated a plant-based diet um, and they discouraged people from drinking alcohol and also some Adventists avoided caffeine and processed food. Mm-hmm. And there's there's some kind of link between cornflakes in America and the church, but it's very confusing and it's not as linked as Wheat Bix is to the church here in Australia. Like it's actually owned by the church here, mm. which means Sanitarium, the owner of Wheat Bix, is a social enterprise. So that means 100% of its profits go back into the church and they also don't have to pay tax, mm. which is kind of genius on their part because like they don't have to pass the little collection plate around. They just, you know, just get everyone hooked on Wheat Bix, get them like trying to outdo each other with an amount of, you know, bricks they do and yeah instant money maker wow so every morning that you're eating the brett lee endorsed 60 (laughs) different wheat bix you're actually putting money into a slightly questionable religious organization who doesn't pay tax yes and as a nation we eat 1.4 billion wheat bix a year (laughs) wow and wheat bix is sold in 22 countries around the world so that's a lot of money going to the church and i'm not saying it's like a bad thing or a good thing. I'm just saying it's a thing. It's a thing. Mm. Let's leave that there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Emily, we talked a little bit about about ads, mm. uh, about, you know, Brett Lee telling us to eat eat wheat bix. Um if I if I ask you to recall a wheat bix ad, yeah. what do you what do you think of? I think of the Aussie kids of wheat bix kids jingle. Yes, Aussie Kids Are Wheat Bix Kids. It's the jingle we all know about. It's an advertising jingle that first appeared in 1985. It was composed by the Irish-Australian record producer, musician and arranger Patrick Alton, who, as an aside, Patrick Alton also wrote the It's Time jingle for Gough Whitlam's uh, prime ministerial campaign in 1972. Uh, I think we all know the jingle. Yeah. Don't need to play it now. Aussie Kids Are Wheat Bix Kids, etc., etc. But you also mentioned that Wheat Bix are available in 22 other countries. Yeah. How do other countries advertise wheat bix? Is the question that I mm. was asking myself. Irish kids are wheat bix kids. Let's see, because yeah, even though wheat bix are Australian, they're available in twenty-two other countries, uh, and and they're very popular in the UK. Similar, almost the same product, only with kind of slightly rounded edges, called Weetabix. Yeah, I have dietitians that say like, oh, do you, what do you eat for breakfast? Weetabix? And I'm like, what are you talking about? This really shits me. Well, but, yeah. in the UK, it's a thing. they are known as Weetabix. And uh, speaking of how they're advertised, for, for most of the 80s, for some reason, Weetabix were marketed with menacing anthropomorphized Weetabix <laughs> who were dressed like skinheads and were voiced by Bob Hoskins. One of them at least. Um, The Wheater (laughs) Gang, as they were known, seemed to exist really only to bully people into having a (laughs) carbohydrate-filled breakfast. I'll just play you a little bit of the the Wheater Gang. If you want a filling cereal, the answer's written clear. It says Wheater Mix. Yeah! This is a filling station. It'll fill you up to here! We're We're the the Wheater Mix. 
a titty tiny breakfast won't help you start the day. You make it neat, wheat mates. If you know what's good for you, you do. Okay. The wheat of Vix. If you know what's good for you. So threatening. Yes, if you know what's good for you. And they're dressed like skinheads. Yeah, They've got like Doc Martens on and, uh, and, and, and braces, like suspenders, and the, the music sounds like it was written by Madness. So it's clearly like, you know, it's a scar-flavoured yeah. scar flavored breakfast cereal advertising campaign where, yeah, it's, it's actually quite threatening. So that was interesting. It ran for years. Sponsoring um, punk music festivals around the world. <laughs> that's right. 1982 <laughs> to 1989 that campaign ran for. And, yeah, Bob Hoskins was the main voice you heard there from such films as Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Um, so that's the UK. It's also available in New Zealand. Um, how, how do you think our friends in New Zealand advertise wheat bix? Is there some sort of wild foot rot flat style animation, something with hobbits, maybe something with Russell Crowe? Yeah, yeah. Could be any any of that? Okay, well, let's see what they actually do. It's New Zealand's favourite breakfast. Wheat bix is number one. From Kiwi kids to grown ups, it's loved by everyone. Kiwi kids. Of course. Of course. Kiwi kids are wheat bix kids. Yeah, that's it. They just lifted it completely. Well, I mean, it's it's a good tune. Like, why wouldn't you? <laughs> yes, but like, I just feel lied to. I thought Aussie kids were wheat bix kids. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Now Kiwi kids are <laughs> are Irish kids. You brought it up. Like, maybe they are. Probably. God, I mean, you know, Patrick Alton's no longer with us, but hopefully he made a he made a, a, a good packet out of like just selling the Australian dream to other mm. countries. Honestly, New Zealand, try harder. <laughs> Ben, I know you're morally opposed to breakfast for some reason, but if you were going to eat, like when you say you eat the U2 Wheat Bix, do you have that with milk or? Um, sometimes. Yep. Okay. Sometimes. This sounds ambiguous. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, not some, sure I uh, Well, I'm going to talk about it next. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so I have like, you know, hot milk, banana, yeah. a little bit of sugar. Yeah. Very soggy is what I prefer. Yeah. Sometimes I have that. And my, yeah. kid, my kids have that almost every day, little honey, little chia seeds. Yeah, yep. nice. Um, but I do know that some people eat them dry. Yeah. And the day I found out that some people did that was when I was talking to a friend's mum in primary school and she told me that she has dry wheat bix with butter as a great road trip snack. Mm-hmm. And that made me question everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I remember thinking it's like a nine-year-old that is disgusting because all the wheat bix is going to go all over your car and your mouth is going to be completely dry. I'm never, please don't Raylene. Um, <laughs> but it's a thing. So I want to explore why, because it makes no sense to me. Um, on Reddit, someone says every morning I eat two to three dry wheat bix. Well, this isn't entirely true. I have a glass of water. I take a bite of a dry wheat bix and then gulp a bit of water from my glass then chew the mix in my mouth before swallowing. Okay. That just sounds like we need to get competitive eater James Webb back on the podcast because that's, that's what it sounds like. It's so depressing though. He says it's faster and easier than getting a bowl and pouring milk in. No. It makes me very sad. Yeah, that's that's not the way to do it. Um, So yes, people eat them plain, water chaser or not, which leads me on to the competition aspect of speed eating dry ah, wheat bits. Okay. So there's lots of YouTube videos of people doing it as fast as they can. And from what I can tell, the world record seems to be 47 seconds. Does that seem like a long time to you? 
not considering how dry they are. <laughs> well, I've never had a dry wheat mix, so okay. I think I want to attempt uh, okay. it because you it seems like it? a long time. I, okay, you can <laughs> attempt it. I don't have a I don't have a glass of water with me, so you can't have water though. That's the thing. Okay, are you going to make me do it as well? This is going to make great great audio. <laughs> All right. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> well, we can't both do it at the same time because we've yeah, obviously got to film it and ruin ourselves okay. on right. social media. Okay. Well, are you going to make me do it? I want to do it okay, because good. I was the one that wanted that thinks it's a long time. You are the one who brought it into evidence, <laughs> then you can do it. Okay. And we're starting the clock. Okay. Hold on. Wheat Bix, dry Wheat Bix eating world record attempt. Number one, my first dry Wheat Bix ever. We're starting okay. the clock now. Mm. I don't think you're going to get through this. Okay, we're up to 20 seconds. Still on the first bite. I'm going to say it's going to take three to four bites, maybe five, because you're going to run out of... Okay, oh, she's taking a big bite. All right. 30 seconds. Mm. What are we trying to beat? 43. 47. 47. Yeah, no, you, so you've already oh, lost. Wow. Yeah. Is that the end? Is it over? It's, well, it's well and truly over. Mm. Okay. A minute, um, a minute ten. Oh, a minute. I'll give you a minute nine. Man, that was dry. That was a lot dry. I didn't expect it. I didn't know how people do that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, that's still all over my teeth. Yeah. That's not cool. No. No, I don't want to do that again. Okay. Mm. You want to have a go? No. <laughs> okay. Okay, Em, it's very interesting that you bring dry wheat bix mm. into evidence because in my family, as I said, sometimes we do warm, warm milk, honey, chia seeds, mm. maybe a bit, bit of banana, particularly um, Maggie, my four-year-old loves it that way. But more often, I'd say definitely more often, we split the wheat picks down the center. What the hell we, is wrong with you? We you butter it. say eat them dry. Butter them and then we add honey. Oh my God. See, I did not think... That this hell? was controversial. My family had that when I was a kid. My wife's family had had that when she was a kid. Mm. Um, on Australian Food Timeline, citing Depression Era advertising, Sanitarium instructed us to, for breakfast, flake wheat bix and serve them with milk, with fruit, or with cream. For lunch, split wheat bix and spread them with butter, jam, or honey. Just because they're made of wheat doesn't make them bread. Well, that's so dry. <laughs> I just thought that was completely normal and universal, um, but. You find it weird. Mm. Also, it doesn't seem to exist anywhere in any of the wheat bix recipes and serving suggestions that or I could find. Or advertising. Taste.com.au in an article titled All the Weird Things Aussies Do with Wheat Bix. <laughs> ha, like in, in that article, spread butter and Vegemite on them appears alongside eat them dry with wasabi and add to stew oh, to thicken it up. Oh my God. No, I. Uh, we did an advertising campaign actually at Broadsheet with Wheat Bix about adding them to smoothies to thicken them up, which was inoffensive to me. Yeah, totally do that all the time. Yeah, yeah put it in a banana yeah. smoothie. Yeah, it's like it's make, you're making your own up and go. Mm. Um, em, I've made one here for you. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> butter and honey, liberal butter because it is dry. It's very dry. You I might want to bring back your cloth. I still have all the Wheat Bix from before. <laughs> they are, <laughs> you know, they are a dry snack, okay. but if like – Let's see if this makes it better. This actually. is like what what the Danish would call tooth butter, like a really yeah. thick slab of butter. No, really, no. I like the butter and the honey, definitely, but not the wheat bix. No, really, because that's just like that's just childhood for me. My no. kids eat it all the time. When I have wheat bix, I want them to be 
mushy. Like I don't want to have to use my teeth at all. I want to eat them the same way a 96-year-old would. Okay. It's interesting you're still finding it weird um, because I kept digging on the internet and I, I found uh, a Reddit thread. There's always a Reddit thread. Um, and there's a photo of the side of a, a, a wheat bix box with a little serving suggestion like all boxes mm. have. The one I've got at the moment's got, oh, you've got chalk banana smoothie on yours there. Oh, yeah. That sounds pretty good. Um, this one had two wheat bix with Marmite is the ultimate snack on the go. And it's a photo mm. of two buttered wheat bix with Marmite. And my mind is also owned by Sanitarium. The thing I love about it is the name of the recipe. Mm. Truckies scones. <laughs> Yuck. So <laughs> poor Truckies. It is a thing and it has a name. And of the 285 comments on the post, most of which are about how nobody eats Marmite, there are lots backing up the fact that Truckies scones are a thing. Some commenters even took things further than just butter and honey or butter mm. and Vegemite to God tier jam and cream. So an actual trucky oh, scum. Okay. So I have some jam and cream here, Em. Yum. I mean, the jam and cream. Yeah, that sounds good. We're going to road test <laughs> trucky scones. So I've got some uh, Bon Maman French raspberry, mm. or strawberry jam, strawberry jam, classic scone okay. material. I wish they were real scones. Yeah, well, they're not. They're wheat bix <laughs> split down the middle. Okay. There's a trick to that. You use a very sharp knife and you move quickly. Mm. This okay. is better because it's the cream is more... Um, lubricant. Yeah. Lubricating. Yeah. yeah. Very, very dry. <laughs> mm. Yeah. It's way less depressing. It's actually not bad. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yes, my family will continue to split wheat bix down the middle because we never have any bread. Um, but now our laziness has a name. Mm. The trucky scone. <laughs> the trucky scone. Ben, are you good with directions? Like spatial map directions? I'm okay. Mm. Like if we were driving and I said head east, would you know which direction to go generally? If I was in Melbourne, yes. Okay. Okay, you passed the dad <laughs> test. Um, but do you use any little tricks to help you remember which way's east, which way's west? Um Never eat uh -huh. soggy wheat bix. That's like legally the only way to remember <laughs> it here in Australia. Yeah. Um, I know wheat bix are mainly an Australian and New Zealand thing, so I wanted to look into whether other countries are also saying never eat soggy wheat That's bix good to question. remember their kind of directions on the compass. Yeah. And if not, what do they say? Yeah. So in America, there are lots of never eat variations. So by far the most popular is never eat soggy waffles. Okay. Then there's never eat shredded wheat. So I guess that's that's wheat bix. That's a similar. Yeah. yeah. Never eat soggy wheat. Never eat soggy wieners. Moving out of the wheat and bread product category. And that's just good advice. Yeah. <laughs> Although don't tell James Webb competitive either. That. <laughs> never eat slimy worms. That, again, good mm. words to live by. Never eat sour watermelon and never eat sour worms. I would eat both of them. <laughs> yeah. As in the lollies. Yeah. And then the only one I could find that wasn't in the never eat category was never enter stinky washrooms. Also good advice. Yeah. Germany, they, I found one that was basically their translation of never wash without soap. And then someone in Scotland on Reddit suggested that they thought naughty elephant squirt water. Uh-huh. So did you have a way to remember it when you were at school in? Uh, I went to an American school in Indonesia. Oh. I can't really, yeah, I don't. Maybe you were saying waffles. I might, I might have been saying waffles. Um, waffles. I would have said it like that. <laughs> I had a little American accent. 
Well, for me, I will continue to recite never eat soggy wheat bix every time I look at a floor plan of a house or drive with my dad. <laughs> if they do nothing else other than dry out our mouths, at least it helps us find our way home. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, okay, Em, I feel like we talked a lot about um, or we'll talk a lot about variations on a theme when it comes to icons of Australian food. We're talking your Ice Snack 2.0. We're talking your Zumbo range of Tim Tams, Boston buns with pink icing. Mm. Who does that? Generally speaking, where do you stand on wheat bix variations? Um, well, the only wheat bix variations we've had recently are the, like the kids ones that I had since my son was one. And I threw out that box this week because I'm like, no one's ever going to eat these. Yeah. So they were like the little bites ones. The little bites ones. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, there are like kids versions that have like less salt or le- whatever. But there also are, there's flavours. Have you have you tried any of these flavours? There's a coconut, no, cranberry and coconut. No, I love Fruity Bix with like the, the flavours, like the little bits of fruit in them. But I've never tried the Wheat Bix mm-hmm. Versions. So yeah, cranberry and coconut, honey and golden oats, and there's a multi-grain. I think I have had that before because we're probably like, let's get some grains into our kids, even though we're giving them a high carb, high sugar yeah. breakfast cereal, and they're just falling for marketing. I think it was Brett Lee's fault. But um, yeah, I'm I'm not interested. I've never been interested in flavored mm. cereals, really. Um, but and I'm particularly not interested in cranberry and coconut. That just sounds weird. But there is one limited edition version that's out at the moment. Uh, Mango Weiss Bix. I saw them actually and I'm like, this? Ben is going to do this. <laughs> well, because on paper, yeah. I, should, I should like it because one, one, absolutely like one by a long way. So I'm just opening it as, as I speak. It's a pun. Yeah. Because it's Weiss Bar. And you love Weiss Bar. Again, Mango Weiss Bar is my icy pole of choice because I'm a fancy boy. <laughs> And three, it's wheat bix. It's a product I eat. And well, I've never had home. a, I've never had a wheat bar, so I don't know how to a- analyze this fairly. Well, I mean, let's. <gasps> yeah, for some reason, I I recoil in disgust. Now we're talking. But I do have. I think you might have a wheat bar. I don't have a wheat oh. bar. Sorry, no. That's just um. That's What's just that? the that's the, that's just the butter that but- I. Sorry, but I've got these wheat bix. We're just going to try the wheat bix, okay? Have you got, got milk? I can't do it again. <laughs> I've got milk. Okay. Milk. Cold milk. I've got a spoon. I've got a bowl. <laughs> We're going to try these mango. Okay. Thank you. These mango Weiss Bix. Um, for those who don't have Weiss bars, they're a, they're a sort of mango flavoured ice cream. Very fruity. Could very. I please have a spoon? Oh, yes. Yeah, sorry. Yes. There's your spoon. Thank you. Um, so, yeah. The, the three things there. A pun, Weiss bar, Wheat Bix. I should like it, but for some reason I recoil in disgust. So let's try it. We're going to rate it on two questions. Oh. Ems started. What are the questions? The questions are, one, are they better than wheat bix? Okay. And two, are they better than mango weiss bars? Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say no to both. They're not better than wheat bix, but they're not bad. I like the little bits of mango. They're not bad. They're not bad, but they're very... It doesn't make me want to try a weiss bar, that's for sure. Oh well, I mean that's that's your loss. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay away from 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 flavored wheat bix, but good try. It was a mm. nice try. Yeah, we like the pun. We do like the pun. Yeah, ten out of ten for the pun. <laughs> five out of ten for the flavor. 
Okay, that was another one of our Australian icons. Yeah, you can vote for who you found the most interesting on our Instagram. It's in Greedopedia. Next week will be our last episode of this series on meat pies. It's tying with the grand final. It's a big one. Yeah. We'll talk to you soon. This podcast was produced on the lands of the Wurundjeri and Wadawurrung people, and we pay our respects to their elders past and present.